When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. 6.30 Chad Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins. Weekdays at 6 on 6.30 Chad. Every empire needs a leader to encourage, energize, and elevate them. We are Eskimos Empire, and this is the Eskimos Coaches Show with our leader, Jason Moss, brought to you by Jiffy Lube, where you can earn a $100 travel credit. JiffyLubeService.ca. Here's Morley Scott with Jason Moss on Eskimos Radio, 630 Chad. Good evening, everybody. Football is back after a long offseason, after three weeks of training camp, after a one-and-one preseason. We're ready to roll. The Eskimos will open up the 2019 regular season on Friday night on the Brickfield at Commonwealth Stadium against the Montreal Alouettes. And to talk about that and a whole lot more, it's Eskimos head coach Jason Moss joining us. Hey, Jason, welcome back. Thank you. Great great to be back. Uh, a new season is upon us. Another training camp in the books. Tell me about training camp from your perspective. Different this year, a lot of new players and some new coaches as well. How did it go for you? Yeah, I thought it went well. I mean, uh, we had an objective uh, going in, which was to get this team to gel as fast as possible a lot of team chemistry talk and um you know we had our our preseason games were so close together and so close to the start of training camp that we we had to prepare our guys fast and furious uh, i think we accomplished that and you know to go in one and one um we got a lot of uh, guys playing the, both those games and we were able to evaluate and obviously pick the team that we wanted um and i think we accomplished those goals and on top of it I think we've got a really close-knit team right now coming out of training camp. You talked about team unity a lot during camp and you just brought it up there you did a lot of interesting things I know one day we saw you're you're throwing lawn darts you're playing games during practice Uh, how much stuff did you incorporate into training camp that you wouldn't have done in the last couple of years as a a head coach because of the situation you're in and and what were some of the interesting things you did and interesting results you had? Probably one of the 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 best things we did early was we put our guys we had 96 guys to start camp we put them into eight groups of 12 and said that's your, your group you're you're gonna you're gonna compete against the other groups but that's your group of 12 and that allowed us to have 12 guys get to know each other extremely well they were all strategically placed old young canadian american uh db wide receiver o-line d-line linebacker quarterback you know running back so all of the groups had just about one position from each um, and it forced them to talk to each other and get to know one another better and you know we did quizzes we did uh, CFL quizzes sports quizzes we did you know chemistry they had to learn you know about a little bit of life a little bit of history a little bit of everything and they had to compete and and rely on each other for their answers we we you know we'd ask a question of one group and it was a linebacker question that linebacker in that group had to know that question and so they relied on that guy to help them out so and we shot free throws you know um we did the lawn darts we did some washer tosses uh, we did some fun games um, just to keep the mood light and, again, just for competition and to, get, to rely on each other in different ways. Uh, that was probably the best thing we did. Um, and one of the things that, you know, hearing from some of the players, they felt like it worked. It definitely got our guys to know each other a little bit better. 
Um, I also, you know, we had them fill out a questionnaire early, and I got a chance to talk to a few of the groups. We're still going to incorporate this during the season, but I got to talk to a few groups and really sit them down and ask them or read their questions and their answers and group them to, to see how alike they were in their group. And then, you know, you know, something so simple as saying, what's your dream vacation? And a couple guys, you know, would answer the same thing. And it's like, well, you guys have the same interests. It's, it's something to do in the offseason after you win a great cup together. Maybe you guys can take that trip, you know. So talking about jobs they've had, you know, so that you know, they get to to get to know a teammate a little bit better. And so I just felt like, you know, things that were missing from us in the past is is playing for the guy next to you. And when you know that guy next to you, you play harder for him. And sometimes we get caught up in that we're just football players and we're we're just here to do a job and you're professional athletes, but really it's about playing for Edmonton, playing for our organization and playing for one another in that locker room. And the closer you are, the harder you'll play for somebody else. And, you know, so that was the thing. Stop playing for yourself and play for the guy next to you. And that was our, our motto kind of through camp. Message would be best team wins, right? No question. Yeah. I mean, you can't have a group of individuals. You got to have, you know, we talked about a lot. We said, you know, you can have, you'd rather have a thousand enemies outside than one inside. And so that was a saying that we I read in the offseason and it really hit home. You want to be close and you want to get rid of the guys that just don't fit in. And thankfully for us, we brought a lot of really good people out of 96. It was 96 that we could have picked from. So we did a good job. I felt like scouting department Brock and the scouts did a good job of picking character, got high character guys to come in here. And then we were able to evaluate them on talent. Nobody. Um, necessarily got sent home because of the way they acted or the way they didn't fit in. It was more just our, us having to make hard decisions on talent and who fit in the best. And, you know, I feel very strongly that we have a very close uh, team that's only going to get closer as this year goes on. And we go through some fires and some trials and tribulations, but I think more than anything, they're going to count on one another and they're going to see that that's what works and what, that's what helps us win. With all the change, how much of a challenge has this been for you as a head coach? Oh, it's, you know, that's, that's been one of the challenges, no question, um, to have as much continuity as we've had the last three years on staff and um, with the players to change up the staff, to change up a lot of the players that you're counting on. Um, yeah, you know, it's definitely different, um, but it's also something that you look forward to and get excited about coming to work every day to work with these new new individuals. And you know, I think they've done a good job of assimilating themselves to the Eskimo way and and, and being in Edmonton and being happy being here. And um, obviously, all the guys we brought in were high character guys that fit into a locker room and um, ultimately have one goal. And it's 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 very obvious when you talk to the guys we brought in, the new guys, staff included, with that. They're ready to fight for Edmonton, and uh, it's, it's exciting. Uh, it's uh, been a challenge, I guess, with the players, getting to know the players. The coaching staff, too, has to become a cohesive unit, and that, I know, started well before training camp. How has that gone with a couple of new coordinators coming on board and some some new position coaches? Yeah, no, I mean, obviously I've, I have a lot of familiarity with A.J. Gass and Jason Tucker, uh, Derek Oswalt back in Ottawa, um, Philip Lawley, I've heard nothing but great things of, and he's done nothing but exceed those expectations with me, just how he is with the group of guys that he's coaching with, but also with the players and his knowledge. Um, it's enlightening to talk to him every day. Um, and then obviously the, the staff, you know, um, the, the staff that I re- was able to retain, I mean, they're my guys, and, and I, I really enjoy Barron and D-Max and, um, you know, Gibby and Prinny and, uh, Jordan McSimmick's been nothing but a, a, a stud since we've gotten him, and he's just gotten better and better at what he's done. And, you know, he's he's definitely helped me out in training camp, being able to be that offense coordinator that I envisioned. And 
um, be able to run the offense and stuff like that. So we have a great group, and um, you know I'm very thrilled with those guys leading our team. You mentioned Philip Lawley. I remember even going back to 14 and 15 when he was here on Chris Jones' staff, but talking to him uh, through this training camp, he's just a guy who, like, he's seen so much, uh, and he, he just loves to talk football, and it's just, every time I walk over and go, I wish that conversation could have been longer, because you, you, you throw in the southern drawl, the great stories. I mean, he's just a he's just a real interesting guy to be around and listen to. Yeah, no, he's, he's definitely that. I mean, he's southern as southern gets. I mean, you can, when you talk talk to him you know it's funny when you hear him talk you, you close your eyes you hear Chris Jones too they have the same type of accent and things like that so but his knowledge is unbelievable and the things that he's seen and done I mean we were just talking today about Paul Bear Bryant and he you know he remembers you know sitting down talking with him um, and doing things with with Paul Bear Bryant so that just tells you his lineage and where he's come from and stuff like that so um, there's always a story if you, if you want to sit down and hear some football good football stories great ones you know you take a time take a lunch with Philip and you'll hear him so you know he's been a great addition to our staff and obviously our players are going to reap the benefits of, of a man like him and so much time at Auburn I mean that's the SEC right like that's that's the heart of football in college football yeah. in the states right so he's seen everything big time yeah. football so no he's uh, he's been there he's done that um, you know this is nothing new to him being being in a, on a big stage and things like that and I think he's excited about the opportunity here too to coach this defense and to, to be a part of Edmonton again. Have you ever as a player or a coach been around a team that's had this much change in one season and in particular from the player standpoint so many leaders have left the team and, and you've kind of swapped out so many leaders on the team? Um, probably not my time in Edmonton um, you know I, I don't think we've ever had you know this much sudden change I know in 2005 we brought a lot of veterans in that year mm -hmm. and we were you know very good um, but you know my time in Hamilton going to Hamilton I know that year we they revamped that off that that team a little bit and we had a lot of new new pieces um, but no I mean this team we definitely um, I think I looked at it the other day it was 53 out of the 96 people on our team picture last year are gone I mean wow. or something like that so it's it's quite a bit I mean it's it's one of those things or maybe it's stayed I don't know but there's a big number that aren't here from last year so you know it, it was a, a big onus this year to 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 get guys in here that we could count on to be good character guys and like I said pick the right people and I, I think we did a great job of that uh, just to keep you up to date on the basketball game, first quarter is over. The Raptors trail by six to Golden State. You a big basketball fan, Jason? I, I watched it growing up. I mean, obviously, I'm rooting for Toronto. I mean, I'm Canadian now, so I, I'd, I'd like to see him pull it off. I think the country's behind him, and I, you got to love that. I love the passion of Canada, and so definitely, I, I, you know, I think the Golden State Warriors have been great champions, and, you know, it'd be nice to see Kawhi Leonard go in there and, and do that thing for Toronto. I think it's pretty spectacular what they've been able to accomplish so far. The sights and the sounds have been terrific from there. I know today it's pouring rain, and they're just, they've been lined up to get into Jurassic Park for two days, and it's pouring rain, and everybody's just out there having a great time. Yeah, there's nothing quite like that energy that people have for, for a team and for a country, and so it's nice to see Canada support them all throughout the, the, the country, so not just in Toronto. I always find that's one of the coolest things about sports is how it brings a community together and everybody's friendly with everybody and they're cheering their team on yeah no I think that's that's what what sports are all about I mean 
um, I just I talked to D-Day just past 75 year history right and I was reading something the other day on that and I know in 42 43 and 44 CFL wasn't even going because of World War II and but the NHL was and Major League Baseball was and it was part of that was so that people had something to take their mind off and, mm-hmm. and they could they could get to another place and watch sports um, you know that's something that's incredible to me when I think about that how sports does change your mindset and changes people and, and things like that so you know sports is a great thing it's the Eskimos coaches show with Jason Ma- another day is here and you're ready for it what to wear check breakfast lunch and dinner check planning for what's next and how to save for it that's where Bank of America can help for your financial to do's Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. My name is Morley Scott. We're brought to you tonight by Jiffy Lube. Uh, we'll take a break. Be back with more here on The Voice of One Empire, 630 Chet. The Eskimos Coaches Show with Moss and Morley. Brought to you by Jiffy Lube, where you can earn a $100 travel credit. JiffyLubeService.ca on Eskimos Radio, 630 Chad. Back on the Coaches Show with Eskimo Head Coach Jason Moss. My name is Morley Scott. It is uh, 7.48. We've got a few more minutes to spend with the coach. I want to talk to uh, talk to you, Jason, about your team and just kind of give me a little synopsis. Uh, there's so many new players, uh, so many different styles, but let's. I'll just throw it at you. Offense. Tell me about your offense this year under Trevor Harris and what people can expect and what's going to look different. Well, I mean, the one thing about Trevor is he's a little bit different than Mike. I mean, the things that he was asked to do in Ottawa, we've tried to implement. So, you know, he's, he's a commander of... Uh, the Sally game. He's great at play actions. He's he can throw the ball everywhere around the field that he needs to. He's he's quick reader uh, of defenses to get the ball out of his hands. You know, um, very well. He has a lot of experience in this offense. As much as Mike was in this offense for three to five years, Trevor's been in it for eight. I mean, so that's a there's a big difference in that. And so, um, you know, Trevor's experience is going to be valuable. And the way we're going to approach this this season, you know, with him controlling it is going to be a little bit different. So people will see a little bit different things than than, than the past year. I don't want to give away everything. You'll just see it on the field. It'll be most likely a little bit noticeable. Um, But, you know, obviously we we feel like our strength is our O-line and our running back for sure. I mean, we feel like we can be able to run the ball on people. You know, we had a 1,000-yard back last year. I think if CJ stays healthy for all 18 games, he surpasses that. Um, Our receiving core, you know, he's going to be very comfortable with Greg. Uh, Ricky Collins is going to do his thing. I think he's a a guy that... uh, whether he flew under the radar or not, I've, we feel very mm-hmm. good that we got him because I think he's going to you know, come out and have a great year. He's a great route runner. Uh, he's tough with the ball in his hands. So, you know, I, I'd like that. Devaris and Kenny and Kevin, those are three other Americans that we have on and Bobo. They're all complimentary. I mean, they're, they've got some very good skill. Um, they're going to do some very good things for us. Um, you know, they all have a different attribute about them that's very nice. So we, we're going to be able to utilize all of them. And then Shy Ross... McMaster, Nate, and Tavon. I mean, those are some great Canadians. So we're going to work them in. Um, they've all got different levels of experience. So Nate is the most experienced of those guys. But uh, proven through camp, you know, there will be guys that uh, catch people's attention. So, you know, I, I like our offense. I like how it's, it sets up. Um, again, it'll just be a little bit different when Trevor running it. But I think for, for good, we'll, we'll see some good things come out of it. 
Defensively, uh, you only give up one touchdown defensively in two preseason games, and it just shows you the style is there, the the scheme is there, different guys playing it in both games, but it was successful. Yeah, I mean, we're going to be aggressive on defense. There's no question about that. I mean, one of Lolly's things is to, to pressure the quarterback, to affect the quarterback on every snap, whether that's by rushing a lot of people or not or just doing different things. But we definitely want to affect the quarterback on every snap, um, have that mindset. We're going to be very aggressive this year on defense. So we're going to be able to play man. We're going to be able to play different zones. Um, we're going to give different, be able to give different looks. But the one thing I can assure you that you're going to notice is the hustle on the field. Our guys will fly around to the ball. Um, there'll be a lot of guys around the ball. And one of our mantras this this, this preseason or this uh, this camp was get the ball, get the ball back. I mean, we want we want to be the best at that. And so, you know, in order, in order to do that, you got to hustle to the ball on everything. Uh, one of Lolly's good sayings that I, I've picked up is. The more I hustle, the luckier I get. And so that's what we want to be is lucky. And uh, that comes from hustle. <laughs> so I, I think that's going to be um, a mindset that we take uh, playing good te- team defense, but it's going to be physical and it's going to be fast. Special teams. Special teams is going to be uh, it's going to be everyone, everyone involved. I mean, we, we talked about at the beginning of the year that you don't take yourself out in offense or defense. Yeah, I mean, you can take yourself out on offense and defense for reps. You can't take yourself on special teams. So the guys we have begged to start are starters for a reason, and they'll finish the game. So we want everyone to leave their mark on special teams. I mean, we want to be a dominant unit on that. So AJ's got his schemes. We've we've learned them. We've you know got our techniques down. It's a matter of going out and proving ourselves. Um, you know, obviously, emphasis has been on the return. You've seen returns be better in our preseason. Um, you know, and that's been uh, hi- highly emphasized. So our guys are doing the right things. It's just a matter of going out now and doing it more consistently for 18 games. But I like what I'm seeing so far um, from all of our guys on special teams, the effort they're displaying, their attention to detail, the things that we work on on a daily day basis, how it's great and attentive our guys in our meetings. You know, we've, we've definitely had the mindset now it's a team thing so our team our whole team stays in for every team meeting for every rep we watch we watch it together so guys are all accountable to being great on special teams montreal alouettes here on friday night to open up the regular season uh, it's a seven o'clock start five thirty for the countdown to kickoff here in 6 30 chad with myself dave campbell uh blake dermott brendan escott will all be on the brickfield at commonwealth stadium for this one also there will be one fred stamps who uh, signed a one-day contract with the eskimos in the offseason to retire as an Eskimo, uh, you spent a lot of time with Fred Stamps. Tell me about him. What comes to mind when I say Fred Stamps? Oh, uh, just a great, great receiver. Um, you know, I remember the first moment I saw Fred down in Florida. We had a workout down there, and he was a part of it. And you could tell right away. I mean, he was very easy to throw the ball to. You could read his body language extremely well. That's something that uh, most quarterbacks will tell you about their favorite receivers: is they're easy to throw to. They can see when they're going to break and where to put the ball. And obviously, had a great catch radius anyway. So. Um, man, he's tough. I mean, he went through some things that mo- most people can't go through and, and, and did well with it. So, um, you know, I'm thrilled that we were able to sign him back for a day and he can retire in Eskimo, and he deserves that. He's a very, very much in the, in the record books here in Edmonton and uh, well-deserved uh, retirement as an Eskimo. The Eskimos' uh, Twitter account tweeted out some highlights this week, and you forget, like, those hands, they're, they're, nothing got away from him. They're as good as anybody. I mean, he made some big-time catches. A lot of them against Calgary, I know that. Um, you know, but overall, I mean, he was just one of those guys that you could throw it up to and he can make a catch, a spectacular one. But I'm telling you, as a quarterback, he was just easy to throw to. He was just one of those guys that made your job a lot easier. 
Montreal Alouettes on Friday. How tough is the first game? You don't know anything about the other team except for, you know, what's been in the bank from years past. They have a new defensive coordinator who hasn't been in the CFL, hasn't been in football for a while. Uh, how difficult is it to prepare for yeah, that? I mean, that's the hardest part for us offensively going into this game is not knowing exactly what their plan is. If you go off of preseason games, you'll have a plan. And then if, if they change it, you got to change. And so, you know, we watched their games from last year. So we have an idea if he decides to do anything like that, we'll know what to do, what we like. Um, but ultimately, it's it's that wild card that you have to pre- that you can't prepare for. So you know we've, we we have the mindset on offense, especially to do what we do best and let them react to us and play fast. And um, you know if we know what we're doing, Trevor makes good decisions. You know we'll like we'll like where we end up at the end of the night. And same thing for our whole team. I mean they could show you one thing in the preseason, still hold on to things, and we just got to be able to, to react fast and adjust. And I think that's what the first game, the first couple weeks of the season are like because you don't have a lot of film to study uh, and to work on, um, you know, so that, that's always the hardest part. You know, football's gen- generally a chess match, and, and you know what the teams are doing, and you try to implement and impose your will, and it's always going to be an adjustment at times, but teams den- de- generally have tendencies. Uh, right now, no one has any. So, you know, that's the hard part of football early in the season. Uh, quick answer from me on this one. What do you want to see the identity of your team be this year? I just want to see it. A close team. I mean, I want to see us fight for each other. Um, you know, we'll know what that looks like. I can tell you that, and that's what what I care about more than anything. You know, you notice in the locker room. You notice it on the field. You'll notice if guys care for one another and fight for each other. And that's really right now. I feel like that's the most important thing we're going to do. And you're probably happy to hear there's. A, I know there's a group of guys together watching the basketball game tonight all together. So that no certainly question. is uh, part of the plan. Jason, uh, great to have you back for another year in the show. I look forward to talking to you all season long. Perfect. Thank you. That's Eskimos head coach Jason Moss. That's been the coaches show week number one brought to you by Jiffy Lube. Have a great night, everybody. Six thirty, Chad. Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins, weekdays at six on Six Thirty, Chad.